Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes. Until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Just updating you on some news that I haven't spoken about over the last few days. Uh, a couple of things that have come out over the last 24, 48 hours that I'm going to give you my reaction and my thoughts surrounding. We've got four topics here. Rep Brown, which has been announced. Talk about that in a moment. Phil Gould, a lot of talk about him, how he's taking over at Canterbury at the moment. We'll get stuck into that. James Tedesco in the New South Wales Blues fullback jersey. And of course, Tommy Gilbert has signed for the Dolphins, signed with the Dolphins uh, this week for next season. So, uh, four pretty good stories there. We'll dive into rep round first of all and how good is this? Um, Something that I'm very glad the NRL has got on board with. I am going to be so excited for this weekend. It's going to be sensational with State of Origin being played on the Sunday night, Sunday afternoon coming to us from Perth, June 26th. The few days leading up to that are going to be sensational. So the NRL has announced that Friday will be the Women's State of Origin. Cannot wait for that clash. Uh, going to be unreal. Saturday, we've got New Zealand taking on Tonga, the Tonga uh, Rugby League side. They've really been building over the last few years. They, of course, beat the Kangaroo in the last test match that the Kangaroos featured in. Um, New Zealand, from memory, they played England in a three-game series, was their last test matches off the Dome, uh, defeated a pretty average England side. But New Zealand, been building for a couple of years now. Jerome Hughes, he'll be leading that side. You'd have to assume Kieran Foran uh, at 5'8". You might go with Dylan Brown there, actually. So they've got a couple of options, and I think they'll have a pretty exciting side. And we know what this Tonga side going to look like, led by Jason Taumalolo. Uh, they've really made uh, come on in leaps and bounds over the last few years, which is very exciting 
for International Rugby League. Then on Saturday, we've got a double header. Very good one here. Samoa taking on the Cook Islands. Cook Islands always pull through with a sneaky, pretty good little side. Uh, Samoa, plenty of guys to choose from there. I would argue that Samoa have probably been a little bit underwhelming over the last few years. And maybe that's because we sort of compare them to Tonga and how far they've come. But Samoa, we're hearing still rumours that we could see Matty and Andrew Johns coaching that side, which could make things very interesting if Matty Parrish isn't coaching them again. Uh, so good game there. Then we've got PNG and Fiji, which will be very exciting. Uh, a lot of Fiji talent. And for PNG, guys like Jack DeBell and Chico, uh, a few other fellas, uh, Lockie Lamb will probably be in that side as well. So plenty of options to choose from there. So that doubleheader will be unreal. You get to watch guys that are passionate about the jersey they're play, playing in. They're not there for uh, money. They're not there because they're under contract to be there. They're there because they're passionate uh, about that jersey and about their country. So that'll be sensational. Into Sunday, June 26th, State of Origin number two coming to you from Perth, which will still, uh, no matter what, the, the Origin series will still be up for grabs there. So very interesting contest. That'll be a cracking weekend. And well done to the NRL for putting this together. If you are going to play Origin on the Sunday, uh, I think you need games in the lead up to that. And I think this will be great. Five games over that weekend, all rep games, everyone playing uh, for a lot of passion, which will be great. So well done to the NRL on rep round. I think it's good for the NRL players to get a little spell during the season as well. I think they need it. So I think this is a perfect way to meet halfway. And I would assume as well that because it is New Zealand, Tonga, Samoa, Cook Islands, PNG, Fiji, I think you'll get a lot of players that will put their hands up for this one. Uh, I don't think you'll see many guys. If it was city versus country, I think you'd see mass pullouts out of this game. But I think a lot of guys, unless they have got a serious injury, they will play in these games, which will be unreal to see. And I think in a lot of these games, especially like the Cook Islands, Fiji, PNG, uh, I think you'll see a lot of guys that will come from reserve grade and stuff. And it'll give them an opportunity to really show what they can do. It'll be interesting to see if these games feature guys from the Super League. Uh, I'm not sure if they will realistically. Guys like Reese Martin would be great to see. A heap of Fiji and Cook Island players over there in the English Super League as well. So that remains to be seen. Probably unlikely, uh, you would have to assume. But uh, yeah, that'll be very exciting. So cannot wait for Rep Round. Cannot wait to see a lot of young guys given an opportunity uh, to show what they can do under the bright lights. Will be great. That New Zealand Tonga game, that's going to be unreal. Cannot wait for that one. Hopefully Tonga has all their players available. Same for New Zealand as well, but they've probably got a little bit more depth realistic so hopefully Tonga all their guys are available and I think that'll be a really exciting contest our next one Phil Gould uh, he's taken a bit more control at Canterbury seemingly after saying a few weeks ago that he didn't have as much say as what people said uh, and look these are all rumours obviously uh, Paul Kent said that he spoke to someone that was in the room at Canterbury and Gould came in and absolutely blasted them and uh, you know, then Trent Barrett sort of stood on the sideline for the training session. Whether this is true or not uh, remains to be seen, but uh, this wouldn't overly shock me realistically. I know a lot of people are getting stuck into Phil Gould saying it's Trent Barrett's team, just let him do his job, etc., etc. Uh, and it is an awkward situation. I understand that, especially the way that Trent Barrett is being depicted throughout this as standing on the sideline and just letting Phil Gould take control of a session. Uh, look, you've got to remember that Phil Gould He's been doing this for a long time. He's been around rugby league for a long time as, you know, a coach, an administrator, trainer, 
player as well. Had a fantastic career, Phil Gould. So he's seen it all in rugby league. And I just think that as much as it is a little bit awkward and it probably is a little bit unorthodox, um, he did very similar things at the Roosters. You go back and have a look when he arrived at the Roosters, they were a bit of a retirement lounge. They were just players used to come and go, but they were never really threats, the Chooks, realistically. Uh, he turned them into a powerhouse in a couple of years. Obviously brought Brad Fittler along. You know, star power of Anthony Minicello, Craig Wing, Mick Crocker, Fitzgibbon, you know, brought Rickardson through. Like, he, he just, he knows what he's doing. And, you know, he also, he brought Graham Murray to the club. They got to a grand final in 2000. Uh, he fell short in the semifinal in 2001. And then 2002, Phil Gould, you know, he's, he went out to Ricky Stewart, who was 35 at the time, I believe. He was pretty young, sticky, and sort of said to him, mate, come and coach. Ricky said, I'm not ready. And he said, I'll help you. I'll help you get there. And there's a number of sessions. And, mate, you only have to go to Google and type in Phil Gould Roosters. And you can see a number of sessions uh, back at ES Marks and when the Roosters used to train at Wentworth Park back in the day where he would take control of this side and he would help out a young coach and you know they went on to win the comp that year I'm not saying that the Bulldogs will do that but it's really not that unusual for Phil Gould to take a little bit of control um, even though he is not the head coach and I think it will be good for Canterbury to be perfectly honest with you you know we all bagged him for what he did at Penrith letting Ivan Cleary go five year plan everyone wanted to give him shit about that I mean with all due respect you know it, it might not have come in the five years but all the routes that he put in back in the day then when he was there and hard decisions that he made etc etc look at where they are now they're an absolute powerhouse we're talking about them in the same breath as the Melbourne Storm and the Sydney Roosters. So pretty incredible stuff by Phil Gould. And, mate, I would even say, look at the New Zealand Warriors. When you consider that they haven't been home in two and a half years and they haven't capitulated, yeah, that's a hard week to say that after they lose 70 to 10. But the Warriors have been fucking good the last few years. They've been pretty consistent as well, which has probably always been the trouble with the Warriors. And if you had to give them a, you know, if, if there was any time where you'd be like, oh, if they're inconsistent, I understand why. Um, that's been the last two years. The Warriors have been pretty good. They've made big signings. Everyone that has come there has turned out to be better. And that's not all because of Phil Gould. But I think you've got to start to appreciate sooner rather than later that when Phil Gould does go somewhere, they are pretty successful. He's won premierships previously with the Penrith Panthers, with the Canterbury Bulldogs. Uh, he was a great coach in State of Origin for New South Wales. So you might might not like Phil Gould and you might think that in commentary or whatever he's a bit of a dick or whatever but I, I genuinely think he's one of the best brains in rugby league and it is awkward for Trent Barrett there's no doubt about that but respectfully to Trent Barrett I think the last two years, it hasn't really been working. Uh, we know from talking to a lot of the former Rooster players that when Phil Gould comes into a video session and sprays you, uh, it has serious impact. And he's done that at Canterbury. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, what their bounce back looks like this week. But Phil Gould, if all of this is true, I really don't have a huge issue with it. I think the Canterbury do need to shake things up a little bit. I think they've been disappointing to start this season. They've improved since last year. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. But I love that Phil Gould isn't happy with being better than what they were last year. He wants them to be a genuine threat. They've got Reid Marnie arriving next year, which will be great. That will improve them. But we did say the same thing last year. And yes, they have improved, but they're probably not as good as what we assumed they would be. So I love that Gould is pushing them in the direction to be better. It's a bit awkward for Trent Barrett. There's no doubt about that. But if the Canterbury Bulldogs improve and you've got a guy like Phil Gould in your corner or at least in your club, uh, you're silly not to use him. And I love that Phil Gould is imposing himself on this team. 
at the end of the day, whatever it takes to make them successful, let's do it. What they're doing at the moment, it isn't really working. I'm all for feel good, giving it a real shake-up. As awkward as it might be for Trent Barrett, it is what it is. Let's get Canterbury back on the right track. Uh, James Tedesco came off a great game on the weekend, ran for 300-odd metres, uh, not getting the try assists and all that that we're all waiting for. The Roosters, they're sort of still gelling a little bit. They're working out their side. They're working out the combo between Keary and Sam Walker. Their forwards aren't really getting on the front foot for me. They're losing the middle. So a lot of things going against the Roosters. Victor Radley's missed games. He's been, you know, he's gone off with HIA on a few occasions. So they haven't really had the opportunity to gel properly. A lot of people saying that Ryan Pappenhausen has to be the starting fullback for the New South Wales Blues. And you will not find a bigger fan of Ryan Pappenhausen than me. But you are delusional if you think James Tedesco is going to lose this jersey for game one. He is the captain of this side. He will be the first guy picked by Brad Fittler. And he will deliver on the big stages. Have we learned nothing uh, about State of Origin over the last 15 years or so? There are guys that you always pick. There are Origin players that have that have told you for years, that have shown you for years that they're origin players. James Tedesco is one of them. He has to be in this side. Do not try and sell me this dribble about Ryan Pappenhausen having to be the fullback and Teddy being out of form so he shouldn't play origin. If you're Honestly, if you're running with that argument, I don't think you get state of origin. And if we were to brush James Tedesco, I'll tell you what, Queensland would be stoked because that just shows a poor culture within New South Wales. What we did for a number of years, a long time ago, went to shit whilst on the other side of the board, Queensland stuck with their guys who have proven on the big stages in the state of origin arena that they can handle themselves. James Tedesco for me is already an origin great and I think he will continue to get better throughout his origin career. He's an automatic for me. Maybe you can find a spot for Pappy on the bench personally. Uh, my 14 jersey, I think I'd be looking for a slightly bigger body than Pappy. Obviously Pappy can play him at fullback. That's about it. Realistically, yes you could shove him on the wing and he might be able to handle himself but it's a bit of a pun origin you need big bodies for me I'd probably be looking at Nico Hines I think he's a tremendous fullback I think he's shown he's a brilliant uh, halfback as well this season so he's a bit more versatile if I had to play someone on the wing or at center I'd probably rather play Nico Hines out over Ryan Pappenhausen I think Pappy probably deserves the opportunity more a Clive Churchill medalist and all that and I understand that argument but I really do think Freddie will want a slightly bigger body on the bench which is why it also wouldn't surprise me if we get to origin one and Freddie names his team and one Jack White and he's in Jersey 14 would not surprise me in the slightest it's not the pick that I would go for but I wouldn't be surprised if Freddie does make that decision big bodies they matter in state of origin and I think he will go with Nico Hines over Ryan Pappenhausen as it stands right now uh, but I also think Jack White is a really good shot to get that jersey which I don't like personally but I think the body shape and what Jack has done previously uh, will matter when it comes to this Freddie spent the entire weekend on the beers uh, last weekend with Ricky Stewart at their 2002 reunion as well so uh, we all know how much of a fan Ricky Stewart is of Jack White and he's the number one ticket holder in the fan club there. Freddie has shown that he does like Jack White and still, and uh, I think there would have been a couple of conversations over that weekend there as well. So just keep an eye on that situation. But Teddy has to be the one. Pappy, if they pick him at 14, I think that would be a good pick. But I think they will go for a bigger body in either Nico Hines or probably a Jack White on the bench. But Teddy has to be the one. Please stop running with this argument that he's out of form or whatever. He will find form. The Roosters, they're just coming together. This guy was, uh, was one of the best players 
in the competition last year. Take out Nathan Cleary, take out Tom Trevojevic. I think he was probably the best in the comp last year, considering his situation, considering he essentially had to play fullback and 5'8". So he struggled to start the season, but it's not for a lack of effort. He's doing his very best, Teddy. This team is just trying to gel, and he will be their Origin 1, and he will play well. He will do a job for the state, and most importantly, he will do a job for Brad Fittler, as he always has. Tommy Gilbert. From the North Queensland Cowboys, he has signed with the Dolphins uh, during the week. I like this signing, good little depth signing, not a groundbreaking one. Uh, he'll be a great guy to bring off the pine. He can play as a middle or as a back rower. He's got decent little hands on him as well, Tommy Gilbert. So as much as this one isn't a massive signing, this isn't a billboard guy. We're still waiting for that signing. Uh, I do like this move by them. Tommy Gilbert up there in North Queensland, I think he's been really solid when he has played, but the reality is uh, you got a heap of middles up there in Hess, Taumalolo, Jordan McC- clean, these sort of guys. you got Luciano Leilua arriving there next year. You've also got other two young guys in Luki and Nanai in the second row. So there really isn't a spot here for Tommy Gilbert. He'll, he'd be on the bench at best, I think, moving into the future, especially next year. So for him to go to the North, to the uh, Dolphins, get an opportunity to play under Wayne Bennett, I think this was too much of a good opportunity for Tommy Gilbert. So congratulations to him. Um, hopefully he can blossom down there and he can do very well at the Dolphins like this signing. Wouldn't have broken the bank. They'll get a classy player. He's a forward. We know what Wayne Bennett does with forwards. He gets the very best out of them. Uh, So yeah, I like this signing. Once again, it's not a fantastic one. It's not a billboard guy. He's not a guy that kids will be emulating in the backyard. He's a guy that they could name in round one and you could almost forget that he was there, Tommy Gilbert. But he will do a job for them. Wayne Bennett will get the very best out of him. I like this signing. It's a good one. Good little value signing. And these are the ones that are going to be really important when it comes to building this club. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 